Chapter fifteen of the Wise Woman. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nathan at antipodeanwriter.wordpress.com. The Wise Woman by George MacDonald. Chapter fifteen. Their faces began to change. At last they began to know her. But she was so altered, so lovelily altered, that it was no wonder they should not have known her at the first glance. But it was the fault of the pride and anger and injustice with which their hearts were filled that they did not know her at the second. The king gazed, and the queen gazed, both half risen from their thrones, and looking as if about to tumble down upon her, if only they could be right sure that the ragged girl was their own child a mistake would be such a dreadful thing my darling at last shrieked the mother a little doubtfully my pet of pets cried the father with an interrogative twist of tone another moment and they were halfway down the steps of the dais stop said a voice of command from somewhere in the hall and king and queen as they were they stopped at once halfway then drew themselves up stared and began to grow angry again but durst not go farther the wise woman was coming slowly up through the crowd that filled the hall every one made way for her she came straight on until she stood in front of the king and queen miserable man and woman she said in words they alone could hear i took your daughter away when she was worthy of such parents i bring her back and they are unworthy of her that you did not know her when she came to you is a small wonder for you have been blind in soul all your lives now be blind in body until your better eyes are unsealed she threw her cloak open it fell to the ground and the radiance that flashed from her robe of snowy whiteness from her face of awful beauty and from her eyes that shone like pools of sunlight smote them blind rosamond saw them give a great start shudder waver to and fro then sit down on the steps of the dais and she knew they were punished but knew not how she rushed off to them and catching a hand of each said father dear father mother dear i will ask the wise woman to forgive you oh i am blind i am blind they cried together dark as night stone blind rosamond left them sprang down the steps and kneeling at her feet cried oh my lovely wise woman do let them see do open their eyes dear good wise woman the wise woman bent down to her and said so that none else could hear i will one day meanwhile you must be their servant as i have been yours bring them to me and i will make them welcome rosamond rose went up the steps again to her father and mother where they sat like statues with closed eyes halfway from the top of the dais where stood their empty thrones seated herself between them took a hand of each and was still all this time very few in the room saw the wise woman the moment she threw off her cloak she vanished from the sight of almost all who were present the woman who swept and dusted the hall and brushed the throne saw her and the shepherd had a glimmering vision of her but no one else that i know of caught a glimpse of her the shepherdess did not see her nor did agnes but she felt her presence upon her like the beat of a furnace seven times heated as soon as rosamond had taken her place between her father and mother the wise woman lifted her cloak from the floor and threw it again around her then everybody saw her and agnes felt as if a soft dewy cloud had come between her and the torrid rays of a vertical sun the wise woman turned to the shepherd and shepherdess 
for you she said you are sufficiently punished by the work of your own hands instead of making your daughter obey you you left her to be a slave to herself you coaxed when you ought to have compelled you praised when you ought to have been silent you fondled when you ought to have punished you threatened when you ought to have inflicted and there she stands the full-grown result of your foolishness she is your crime and your punishment take her home with you and live hour after hour with the pale heart of disgrace you call your daughter what she is the worm at her heart has begun to teach her when life is no longer endurable come to me madam said the shepherd may i not go with you now you shall said the wise woman husband husband cried the shepherdess how are we two to get home without you i will see to that said the wise woman but little of home you will find it until you have come to me the king carried you hither and he shall carry you back but your husband shall not go with you he cannot now if he would the shepherdess looked and saw that the shepherd stood in a deep sleep she went to him and sought to rouse him but neither tongue nor hands were of the slightest avail the wise woman turned to rosamond my child she said i shall never be far from you come to me when you will bring them to me rosamond smiled and kissed her hand but kept her place by her parents they also were now in a deep sleep like the shepherd the wise woman took the shepherd by the hand and led him away and that is all my double story how double it is if you care to know you must find out if you think it is not finished i never knew a story that was i could tell you a good deal more concerning them all but i have already told you more than is good for those who read but with their foreheads and enough for those whom it has made look a little solemn and sigh as they close this book end of chapter fifteen end of the wise woman by george macdonald recording by nathan at antipodeanwriter dot wordpress dot com